I'm ready to sing for you. (laughs) 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 Gorgeous. Their songs are haunting and melodic. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if the whale songs were really just like, I hate my mom. She makes me clean my room. We need more emo whale songs. That's what they are. The whale songs are just them, like, emo, like, laments. Beware and warning, everyone. Welcome to Choose Your Own Book Club. This is a podcast about the Choose Your Own Adventure books. We're going through all 184 books. We didn't know that there were that many when we started this podcast. I didn't know that. I It was sprung upon me. I thought there was going to be like 10. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> we're making great progress. There. We're up to six. Yeah. It's like halfway there. I'm not good at math. <laughs> You're a librarian. You don't have to be. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, we are at... Book number six, your code name is Jonah, also called Spy Trap. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is by Edward Packard. Um, so, oh, we didn't introduce ourselves. So, my name is Peter. I'm a librarian. My name is Abby. I'm also a librarian. And um, how, how have you been, Abby? Uh, well, uh, uh, that's my whale song. <laughs> mm, decode it, bro. <laughs> I'm fine. You? I'm, right. I'm okay. Doing good. I'm tired. I'm tired too. Was up all night reading this book. Yeah. I could, couldn't put it down. Couldn't put it down. <laughs> it's a page turner and then page turn back and then turn. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Cut that one out. Anyway. <laughs> no, now it has to stay in. It, it has to stay in because I realized how dumb it was. Then I mean, you, none of our jokes are the good. The self-realization is what makes it good. When you're like, ooh. <laughs> as long as you explain that your joke is bad, then ooh. it's okay. Yeah. Then it makes it better. So this one is, your code name is Jonah. This is by Edward Packard, mm-hmm. uh, written in 1980. Um, so we never really talked about Edward Packard. So he came up with the idea in like the 1970s. So he thought of the idea because he used to tell stories to his three kiddos. Mm. I think two girls and a boy, I think, if I remember correctly. And so he used to, like, tell stories off the dome. um, And he would kind of, like, run into blank walls. And, like, his kids would come up with different ideas and how the story should progress. Oh, that's cute. So his kids would, like... Basically, like, yes and. Like, do improv (laughs) games with him, apparently. Do some zip zap zap. And um, and his kids were really into aliens, and so they're like, <laughs> and then an alien comes. Probably. <laughs> At least one of them was super into aliens. Um, so he came up with the idea in the 1970s. He wrote a, a first book before the series called Sugarcane Island. Um, I think he wrote a couple others before that. Um, R.A. Montgomery was the publisher. Oh. His original publisher, I believe. Gotcha. And so... Uh, then they went together and they took it to Bantam Books in the late 1970s 
and they came up with Choose Your Own Adventure mm. um, until like the late 90s when people are like, these video games, you know, <laughs> these right? video games uh, kind of are destroying these books. They're like, books aren't toys. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that kind of puts the final nail into uh, the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure books. But I mean, it's it's the fourth best-selling uh, kids book series of all time. Oh. They sold over 250 million copies of all the books. And we're just picking them apart, <laughs> just eviscerating them. No, we're not. We're we're lovingly. Um, critiquing. Yeah, we're like you know when you go over to your parents' house. <laughs> and your mom's like, oh, you look tired. <laughs> Are you getting enough sleep? Do you need some, mm-hmm. do you need some uh, melatonin to help you sleep? <laughs> or know? like tries to pack you meals. So like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you should, you should take this with, take this with you, please. Yeah, or like clips out articles that she sees in the newspaper <laughs> then about like sleep studies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or like job opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they just opened this place up. Maybe you should think of applying. Mm-hmm. You, should, you should call them up and apply. Right. Because like, that, that's how you do that, right? Yeah, you like bring them your resume <laughs> and then go there and talk to the people. Yeah, they appreciate the moxie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's done lovingly. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we are, we are the, the, the moms to this, to this book series. Yeah. I like to think of ourselves. Yeah. Anyway. So that's the history of... The series, mm-hmm. um, and Edward Packer, in a nutshell. Um, this is his third book, technically, in the series. Mm-hmm. So let's just get to first impressions. What do you think of this one? Um, Anytime. The thing that I think about this one is I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. The ones that are really unhinged and have, like, all of the bizarre endings and mm-hmm. the weird stuff thrown in sometimes, like, seem like maybe they're the most chaotic and the, like, less, you know, great to read when you're in them mm-hmm. because they don't have an actual through line. Um, but in some ways, those ones are better because... <laughs> You're not missing any of the story. Right. Um, when there's ones like this, your code name is Jonah, and even the last one that we read. Mystery um, Chimney Rock. Yeah, it's like there is an actual mystery, or there is a piece of information that you need to find. And if you don't read it a one specific way, you'd never find that information. Right. And it can be really, really annoying then, because that's there's a very very important piece in here that i <laughs> i never got to um which is um where the whales go where they go where where go where go whale <laughs> and i don't know i don't know where whale go but at one of the endings that i reach it's like whales go cavern cavern okay mm-hmm. yay go you and i'm like wait what what cavern i don't understand how did I know about this cavern? Mm-hmm. What happened with cavern? And then I feel like, what? What? <laughs> did I skip a page or something? And then you feel kind of dumb. Right. I think in this one, it is a little hard to really figure out what's going on. I think it's 
like only like one or two endings where you you truly get to like the ending. Yeah. Because often it just like you either die in this one or it's just kind of resolved for you and you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And also I just care so little about cars. (laughs) Like car stuff is like Mm -hmm. just so low on the list of things that I care about and just every like storyline is like you jump into this kind of car and i'm like ugh, ugh, (laughs) i don't care is it a black car okay is it a red car cool is it a truck that's all i care about is it a taxi great you don't need to tell me like the brand of the taxi i just it was so well that's (laughs) i think part of I get it. The spy nature. It was trying to be spy. It was trying to be very James Bondy, because um, the the weapon that he uses is is a PPK. Right, but it's more like Jarms Blarned. (laughs) That was the original name. Your name is Jarms Blarned. (laughs) Is the actual. You could have easily gone for James Bland, but you went for Jarms Blarned. Jarms Blarned is... <laughs> he sounds Scottish. Uh, okay. Jarms Blarned. Jarms Blarned. Jarms Blarned is what that, I I guess it's more Irish, but... Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, how about um, let's get into our favorite segment, mm-hmm. Choose Your Own Summary. So, mm-hmm. you got into the book a little bit. That's okay. I won't dock your points. You are, you are getting graded. What? Every time you get graded, I, I don't know. I don't is know it a you... cumulative grade or is it like... Yes, but it is on a curve at the end. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to summarize this book in 60 seconds. All right. Uh, but I'm going to give you two options on how you uh, get to summarize the book. So option one okay. is you have to sing your summary mm-hmm. in the spirit of Weezer. Mm-hmm. Or I have a Nerf gun and you have to do some like target shooting. Mm. While you're doing your summary, I think I'll. I'll ooh, will we get in trouble with Weezer? No, it's 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 no, it's fair. parody. It's parody. What's that called? Fair use. Fair use. Yes. It's fair use. I could do it. All right. Okay. Here we go and start. Your code name is Jonah. Do, 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 you're a spy who doesn't know anything about whales. Do, 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 you go into this office. And a guy with a potato chin tells you, you've got to go to Boston or go to this guy's house and talk to him about this whale song. And sometimes you go. <laughs> Three seconds. I don't remember what happens after that. Um, sometimes you go to this place and there's whales and sometimes there's not. And sometimes you go into a car race I don't remember anything else, but there's a lady, and there's guys with guns, and there's cars, and a chase, and whales. That's it. That's fine. That's literally it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This book is, uh, I don't know where the whales go. To be honest, I never got to that part. Okay. Uh, uh, (laughs) Yeah, it it was hard to get to. Well, anyway, well, first of all, let's... Set it up. Let's get into... Oh, gosh. The, the first part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you are a secret agent. Um, Not a child for once. Well, on the cover of the re-release, you're a child, but the pictures are the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you are definitely a man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, yeah, you are part of the special intelligence group. Mm-hmm. And um, your your leader is Obart. And he... That's the guy who has the sweet potato chin that I was <laughs> talking about. Basically, has a big, a big old sweet potato for a chin. It does look like that on the cover art. Google it. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, you're a spy, obviously. And he sits you down. Yep, he hands you this letter, and the letter basically says, like, hey, president guy, we found this extra secret new whale song. So, well, yeah, so uh, you get a a letter. (laughs) So the letter is from Dumont. and uh, Oh, yeah, Claude Dumont. Claude Dumont. And so he is a... Whale researcher. Whale researcher, marine biologist. And so he wrote to the president of the United States... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which, of course, all whale researchers do mm-hmm. when so, they have fancy whale research news. So, yeah. So, Dumont writes to the president, Mr. President, there's a new whale song. <laughs> and the president is like, oh, my God. <laughs> Dumont's like, hey, did you hear new whale songs about to drop? <laughs> we got to be there for it. Get some remixes in there. Uh-huh. And then what happens? Dumont goes missing. Dumont goes missing, yes. Um, so Because of the whale song. Because there's a new whale song. <laughs> Which is crazy. It is. It's so weird. It's so weird of a concept. <laughs> because throughout oh, no. the throughout the novel, there's kidnapping, there's chases, there's, you know, there's, there's guns in this one, unlike some of the other ones. There's and like, it's because... Whales made a new noise. It's because whales are making noise <laughs> that no one's heard before. And so it's just such a wacky premise to start with. Yeah. And, like, imagine that. Like, it's like, my dog made a new sound. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, several different international governments are involved trying to get the tape of this sound that my dog made. Right. That's what it, it's equivalent to, essentially. Uh. So, so from there, you're trying to find Dumont, trying to find the the whale song tapes, trying to decipher what the whale song, the new whale song, is trying to say, and where the whales go, and where the whales go. Apparently, the whales disappear for like a longer amount of time than they can hold their breath for. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, so, based on what pages you do. Um, your mission kind of changes a little bit because mm-hmm. either you're focusing on finding Dumont or you're focusing on trying to find whales or whatever. Yeah. What I found interesting in this one was most of the most of your choices, at least in the previous books, are you can either go left or you can go right, mm-hmm. or you uh, you know you can go up, you can go down, you can run, you can uh, or you can try to fight. In this one, it was you know, you make a choice. And then it was, you can keep doing this choice, or you can completely do like a 180 and do something completely separate. Yeah, I kept being like, oh, you can go visit this doctor who might know about the whale songs, or you can go to the research center. That was like kind of the first thing. And I was like, well, I'm going to re- go to this guy mm-hmm. and ask him about it. And then you are there and you get a call from some totally different person. And they're like, hey... This other guy's in the hospital. Right. Mm-hmm. You should go check it out. And it's like, 
what? <laughs> Why do I? Care so there's about another you? spy. There was another spy in the hospital. So you can either like it's like a British completely spy. backtrack. Yeah, and do a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Go find this spy. Listen to the whale song, or like leave and go try to find the guy somewhere else. So yeah, there was another part where uh, you're trying to talk to this doctor, and the doctor says, "Oh, you can." Uh, the doctor recommends you talk to this other doctor. So you can either wait for this other doctor or you can go back to Washington immediately and because they find another letter all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So th- the choices really vary so much in this book. And I you're think, flying on the eastern seaboard between like Boston and Washington. And I'm I like, think so. that's so wasteful <laughs> and so bad for the environment. Do you care about the whales? You should not be flying between Boston and Washington. I mean, planes are the whales of the sky. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about uh, it. True. So let's get to first run-throughs. Do you remember what yours was? Uh, kind of. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in the office with Potato Chin, and he's like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go to the Dr. Hans? Dr. Hans Klein, he could be a key man in the case. Or do you want to go for the Center of Marine Studies? And I was like, I'm going to go talk to the doctor guy. He seems like a cool dude. So I go and talk to the doctor. From there, I'm going to go and try to track down this Anton Rudnitska, who's a KGB agent. Yeah, that was following That was following Dumont. Dumont. Like, seems like kind of a shady character. I'm going to go and follow that guy. And then I'm waiting at the airport and this, like, shady car pulls up to me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, hi, Jonah. Wink. <laughs> I'm in Halifax. And they're like, wink. I'm like, oh, maybe they know who I am. And then I'm like, wait a second. The person who's in this car looks weird. <laughs> look at their <laughs> looks hat. super shady. They look so creepy. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm feeling a little weird about this, so I'm not getting in that car. I don't know these people. So I decide instead of getting in the car, I'm going to I'm gonna hang back. I'm going to ask some questions to this lady. Which is very unlike you because it seems like you usually try to do like the adventurous. Yeah, I like right jumping away. in stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that guy looked a little creepy with his <laughs> creepy face. And so mm-hmm. I was like, uh-uh. And so I stepped back a little bit and I noticed, oh, no, there's some creepy guys with creepy raincoats coming so i'm like huh i jump into a different cab okay that's actually real fun so then we're going that other car starts chasing us i'm in a good old car chase this is exciting <laughs> so my taxi driver is like this is fun i love trying to do car chases and i was like awesome so he's going i'm like can you try to shake the car behind us and the taxi driver's like yeah so <laughs> <laughs> My taxi driver, who apparently loves this, is like trying to shake that car. And he's like, uh oh, Uh, if we can cross this road uh, where this light is already turning yellow, we're going to be fine. But then the car in front of us starts braking. And so I have to decide are we going to gun it and try to get through the light or are we going to brake? And I'm like, ooh car in front of us is like braking already. So I'm like, so I decided to brake because I don't want to die because there's a bunch of traffic. And then when when we brake, we're fine, and the car behind us goes over the cliff. <laughs> but how? How? It just swerves and careens off of this cliff. I don't know how. I didn't realize there was a cliff there in the first place, okay. but there is. And 
that car like goes down into a ravine and explodes <laughs> which is not kids book <laughs> kids book so i rent a car i drive out to the place where i think they have dumont mm-hmm. okay so i go there and i can either like use my grappling hook to go up into the attic or i can try to like go to the door and be like hey i work here let me in <laughs> 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 So I I feel like um, they probably know all would the guys you, who well, work Well, first of all, here. would you have like a fake mustache? Yeah, for sure. If I had gone in and bluffed my way in, mm-hmm. I would have used a really dumb accent and a mustache. <laughs> but I thought the grappling hook idea sounded cool. So I did the grappling hook idea. I go up with the grappling hook into the attic, and I overhear their plan about how they're going to take some raft out into the water. And I go out... And I inter, like, sect with the boat, and I steal the tape. And eventually, I, like, my blo- boat runs into a submarine, and then my boat blows up, and then a whale pushes me onto shore. Huh. That's my story. <laughs> so did you get the, did you actually, like, <clears throat> achieve the mission, or? I got the tape. But you didn't get Dumont? But I didn't get Dumont. Okay. Well, there's different ways, like I said, there's different ways to kind of win this one because there's different yeah. missions to kind of achieve <laughs> I got your the one tape. big goal. I didn't get the guy. I don't know anything about the whales, but at least I got the tape. Well, we can talk a little bit about what the whales are doing in a little bit, but my first run through was I... So I go to the uh, Center for Marine Studies, and then I'm talking to one of the doctors about you know, just, just what's going on about Dumont. And then all of a sudden, you get a call from Washington. So you can keep talking to doctors or you can go to Washington right away. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go to Washington. Because, again, I try to take the cowardly path just because that's what I would normally do. That's kind of <laughs> my like, thing. like, I got to go talk to my boss. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, this one, you kind of couldn't, like, sit on the sidelines. You kind of had to make, like, assertive choices throughout, which I didn't care for. <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't just to... be like, I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'm going to wait for something to happen. You always had to choose to do something. I was thinking of, of you uh, the entire time. I was like, oh, no, oh, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, go to the White House. So Dumont has an extra letter uh, that the president just found, but it's missing. Uh, you can either go onto this whaling boat and look for whales, or you can try to find the missing letter. Which, again, kind of goes back to my point of, like, you can make a choice to keep doing your thing, or you can do something completely opposite. Mm-hmm. Which is like, it's like if you're making a sandwich. Like, mm-hmm. Well, you can put... I'm going to make soup. <laughs> <laughs> well, not even that. It's like, so you're, you're, you're making your sandwich. You can either put peanut butter on it, or you can... Throw away the sandwich. And... <laughs> And leave your house. <laughs> and leave your house and just start and go on to Boston. fire. And go to Boston. <laughs> so um, I, I look for the letter. You have to interview different people, like the uh, the president's secretary and someone else. You have to interview, like, uh, who maybe stole this letter because only certain people had access to this letter. You find out um, through the interviews that it was just one person. Uh, so I like that he tried to kind of make it like that's an interrogation scene. I thought that was kind of interesting mm-hmm. device. It doesn't really pay off because there's only so many choices you can make. Um, so you find out that the letter was 
in possession by McKim, the, the person that you originally talked to. So then you find out that what, what the letter says. So the letter says, I have discovered the new whale song is a signal telling where the whales disappear to, an enormous underwater cavern under Deception Island off the east coast of Greenland. So that's where the whales are going. Ooh. So it's kind of like this underwater grotto mm-hmm. that's kind of like like a super secret boys only. Like Ariel's <laughs> grotto where she keeps all of her stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. All of her doppel. All of her trinkets. Was it? Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Right, but what what is it? Doppel? Dinglehoppers. Dinglehoppers. There we go. Thank you. I was going to say Oppenheimer's, but that's not that. <laughs> It's Barbie. Her Barbenheimer's. Barbenheimer's. <laughs> I'm um, sure she does have Barbies down there. So you find out about the second letter mm-hmm. um, and that McKim was keeping it from the president. And um, McKim was like, hey, I'm keeping this letter safe because I want the whales to be safe. So don't tell the president. So you can decide to tell the president or you can keep it to yourself. Um, so if you tell the president, um, McKim, the, the guy who stole the letter, he's like, good job. This whole thing was a test. All the whales are safe. And if you decide to be like, hey, I want to save the whales. I believe in what you're, I believe in your mission, Mr. McKim. And we're not going to tell the president, you are fired. <laughs> you're fired from the secret agency because you're like, hey, you can't be a spy. Because you can't, because even though you can keep secrets, you can't keep certain secrets. So. Huh. That was a, a couple of the endings was just the book just kind of resolves around you. Yeah. Because both Russia and the Americans are looking for this grotto. And it's never really explained why. I think because it's just like a super secret, cool place. Oh, one time I got to an ending where it told me that the grotto had no strategic importance. <laughs> so why? And I had I had no idea about, about the cavern underwater okay. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Actually, like, it was after one of my like run-throughs where I had like intersected the mm-hmm. sub and all this stuff and saved the Dumont guy actually um, instead of like going off to save the sub I stayed and saved Dumont mm-hmm. and I saved Dumont I <laughs> got him fine mm-hmm. the FBI and police come and stuff and then the president's like nice work I just got off the phone with Russia they said they're cool with the cavern, too, and there's no strategic importance to it. So uh, we're fine with the whales being there. They're fine with the whales being there. And this was all a, a little goof. <laughs> this was real silly of all of us. This was actually so... Tee-hee. <laughs> tee-hee, this was so cute. This was a cute little almost war. Cute little spy game. But hey, whales, right? I hope we didn't hurt any whales while we were doing this. Oopsies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, a lot of times either you die or just the, the book just kind of resolves around you. Like mm-hmm. Russia and the United States is kind of figured out. Which, I don't know, I think it's keeping with spy novels of the time. Yeah. Like um, Spy Who Came In From The Cold or Casino Royale. The, the kind of the key takeaway is that, you know, spies are just kind of used as pawns um, and are disposable. I don't know, like, I, if you're a kid, I don't know if you kind of understand maybe some of the subtleties or really any of, like, the 
subtext or anything of what's going on. No, I think, yeah, he was definitely trying to make like that spy story accessible for a kid Mm -hmm. um, because I'm sure kids obviously like that kind of James Bondy kind of thing. And we're like, ooh, I want to know that same kind of story that my adults are into. Right. But um, because kids love being able to watch and listen to and look at the same kind of media that their grownups are Mm -hmm. enjoying. But but yeah, no, (laughs) this one is not it, fam. (laughs) Well, there was a fun part. It was fun trying to break Dumont out of the house. Did you get to that part or... Um, I did, but like I said, what I did was just um, wait at the end of the hall, which was not very characteristic of me. Mm, Usually mm-hmm. I would like blaze in there, but I was like, ooh, I'm going to hang out here for a second. And then when they go downstairs with Dumont, he's alone for a minute and I call the cops and they come. Oh, okay. And that's how I found out that the spy, that the grotto was just like a little oopsie daisy, hmm. not actually important for anyone well i also found out uh or well well, kind of to your point there is uh, another there's a female doctor that you can talk to dr karini Karini, and she's kind of like a femme fatale a little bit yeah she's a hottie (laughs) girl keeping with the bond theme a little bit Mm -hmm. um and she's italian so i imagined her sounding like mario (laughs) (laughs) i I didn't think that. Oh, but it's me, Dr. Creamy. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> Let's go. I think she does drive a car. She does. It's a good so She's like, I'm not going to win. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> she eats a lot of mushrooms that make her mm-hmm. taller. She throws turtle shells at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway. Um, her favorite song goes. Um. So, anyway, to your point of, like, oh, this whole grotto thing doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Karini is kind of an expert on whales. She's also a double agent working for the KGB. <gasps> she's the double agent? Yes. She's one of several. There's several double, double eye, She has two eyes in her name. Oh, because she's double eye. Yes. Is her code name. Because at the beginning, you're like, oh, watch out for double eye. And, yeah, she does have two eyes in her name. That's why she's double eye. I didn't even think of that. Good job. You solved my puzzle. <laughs> but, again, she's an expert on whales. Mm-hmm. And she even says, oh, whale songs are kind of just like bird songs. Mm-hmm. They don't really necessarily mean anything. They just kind of, they kind of just do it. So she's the fact the that there's a... who references how they are communicating with aliens, though. For real. Do you not remember that? I don't. Yeah. So you're talking to her and she says, suppose all powerful beings from outer space are, hold on. Suppose all powerful beings from outer space are (laughs) plundering the earth and killing off most of the human population. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) They enter our atmosphere in spaceships that travel at the speed of light. We don't know the aliens language, so we can only broadcast a message in our own language and hope they understand it. What would you say? And then you say, I would have to give that some thought. And she, she says, of course, the whales have been giving it a lot of thought. But right now, we must save Dr. Dumont. And so, I mean, she's talking about, like, them and us, like, us, them being the aliens. And she's us. using it as a metaphor. Yes. But still, she's still brought up aliens. Exactly. So it's I know. <laughs> I'm like, wait, are you telling me that there's really aliens trying to communicate with the whales? 
I would I would believe it in, in an Edward Packard book mm-hmm. that whales would and aliens would be communicating with each other. That seems more like an R.A. Montgomery thing. It does seem like an R.A. Montgomery thing. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for like aliens to come down <laughs> and suck the whales up out of the water, and that's where they disappear. <laughs> and then to. they would talk to you and turn you into a light creature. Mm-hmm. And then the whales were like, "Bye, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the moon." That's your whale voice? <laughs> sure, I think that's what they would sound like. I think it would be funny. See ya! Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I'm ready to sing for you! <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous! Their songs are haunting and melodic! <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if the whale songs were really just like, I hate my mom. She makes me clean my room. <laughs> we need more emo whale songs. That's what they are. The whale songs are just them like emo, like laments. Before we, before we wrap up, mm-hmm. I did like trying to break Dumont out of the, oh, yeah, the house. You broke him out. Well, there's there's different like ways you can go in through the front. You can go in through the back. Uh, like you said, you can try to uh, use a grappling hook to go up to the top. Um, sometimes you die breaking them out. Sometimes you break them out and you get captured. Um, so I really like. I thought that was a lot of fun. I wish that he would have focused a little bit more on that and kind of like steered us towards that a little bit quicker. Because I like that mystery of Chimney Rock was kind of so narrowly focused and a little bit of a simpler of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think that that's, that's why we both liked it because it was just, there's only a handful of characters. You get into the house right away. Just spooky stuff happens. Um, and it's all just kind of within one small setting. Uh, and so I, I liked that part of this book. Just get into that small house. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get in? How are you going to get him out? Are you going to get captured? Someone spots you. Do you try to escape or not? Um, so I wish the b- book would have focused more on that instead of just, do you want to try to find a missing letter? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Are you ready to talk about our favorite deaths? Yes. Uh, I have a real fun favorite death. So <clears throat> when I was doing my first read through, mm-hmm. Um, and I get to the point where I, I meet the submarine in the water after I have, like, captured these three Russian spy people. Okay. Um, and the submarine, after I, like, flee, like, I blast away from the submarine with my boat. The submarine blows up my boat. And yes. I am in the water. Mm-hmm. And I have three choices. I can swim with the current. Mm-hmm. I can swim straight towards the shore, or I can swim kind of against the current. Right, and there's like a map. In, why are you showing the camera? There's no like, I'm showing you so you can But it looks like you're it. showing the audience. Like, they can't see. Yeah, you guys look. <laughs> okay, good job. So, yeah, I, I, I really like this part because it's we haven't seen anything like this before. No. Where there's a map and, like, it shows you the different... And I like it because as a kid reading this too, you have to really think it out Um, because it tells you like, okay, if you swim with the current, like, yes, then you're not going to get as tired, but you could overshoot the end point of landing and then like get washed out to sea. 
Um, if you swim against the current, though, you could get really tired, obviously. Mm -hmm. If you swim straight towards the shore, you know, like you're got not going to be having the benefit of having the current help mm -hmm. you. So you kind of have to decide. So I like that he was kind of playing with the format and realizing that also you needed a picture there to kind of yeah. like visualize this. And this one was really fun, I thought. Like this was actually one of the most fun, like choose your own adventure kind of things yes. that you could do. Mm -hmm. Because it's kind of giving these like readers a little science that they have to try to figure out. Okay, right. like you're not just picking kind randomly. of just randomly. You're actually mm -hmm. having to think like, okay, what would actually be the easiest option for me to survive here? The solutions are random, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, the God. idea, the principle is, is the a little... The solutions are nuts! Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> if you choose to swim straight towards the shore, <laughs> whoop, whoop, you hear eerie, beautiful sounds so beautiful. So my mom <laughs> makes me clean my room. You're numb with cold. You're struggling through the waves. There's the new whale song. It gives you a surge of energy throughout your body, coupled with an overwhelming urge to live. <laughs> and I, this is like, my favorite one, too, because it's like it inspires you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like you stroke furiously and you're standing on the shore and a moment later looking out over the misty sea you see a spout of water and then another further away and you hold up your hand in salute do the whales know that their song gave you the strength to make it to shore i like to think it was like it's the eye of the tiger it's a <laughs> no <laughs> Oh no, they're singing, don't stop me now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that option. Just a small town girl. <laughs> we should start our own whale song band. Um, so that was one option. Like the whales like sing and give mm -hmm. you the strength to go on mm -hmm. if, you, if you go straight toward the shore. If you like swim kind of against the current, um, you uh, make it to the shore. That's mm -hmm. what I did the first Which time. Which is odd because the island seems pretty small. So you would think like if you went with the current, you would overshoot the island. No, you go there. No, if you swim, no, if you swim against with, the current. It, it yeah, if you, you swim against the current away from the point of land, um, you die. Yes. But if you go with, with the, the current, current, you... You make it. You make it. <laughs> but fine. like a whale saves you. Like Yeah, it like... You're kind of going too far, and then a whale like kicks you back mm -hmm. with its with its tail. I think that's also one of the endings where it like you get you survive via whale. Yeah, and then you want to like spend the rest of life like becoming a marine biologist. Yeah, and that's like the first ending that I had where the oh, whale okay. saved me, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> You're like, "Oh no, I'm swimming, and I'm like going too fast, and there's no hope. A gray shark is heading towards me. Oh, it's not a shark; it's a whale, and it saves you." You, f you get flipped into the shore. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> but I like to think of like this 30-year-old man uh -huh. who spent his life being a spy is now going to become a marine biologist. Yeah. Like, that's, you probably need a doctorate for that. So that's at least like a decade of school. Not in the 80s, baby. <laughs> in the 80s, you could do whatever you want. I guess. So yeah, if you swim against the current, then you just get too tired and uh, you feel your strength ebbing, and uh, you just give up and you go all beneath the waves and die. 
womp womp. The whales don't want to save you that time. <laughs> they, don't, they don't inspire you. They're like, oh, mm, no, you picked the wrong choice. You die. That one was fun. <laughs> I was like, wow, whales, you saved me the other two times, not that one? Okay, fine. I tried to save your song? Fine. You won't save me? Okay, okay. I also got shot a lot of times by, like, <laughs> Russians or, like, double agents or def- just different people. Okay, so, well, well you took mine. Mm. My, my favorite ending was, like, get inspired by the whale songs. Uh-huh. <clears throat> my other favorite ending um, was you get kidnapped by Russian agents. And um, you are interrogated by Ivan Ivenko. Ooh. And he calls himself Double Eye too, which Makes I don't know why, because yeah, he does have Ivan Ivenko. That's yeah. two eyes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if sometimes the continuity between um, uh, between choices right. varies. Sometimes it, it carries over. Sometimes it doesn't. So mm-hmm. I think this is one of those instances where it doesn't carry over. No. Anyway, um, so you're interrogated by Ivan Ivenko, and. They basically want to know all the information about what you have about the whales. Um, so you can lie or you can tell the truth. Um, and then if you lie, he instantly knows and he, he kills you. If you, you know, if you tell the truth, um, you know, you can kind of keep going with this interrogation. So, yeah, I, I, just, I genuinely thought that was just kind of a, an interesting um, uh, a, a approach. I thought it played really well into the, the spy motif. When you're being interrogated by Ivan, um, he wants to know what your code name is. Um, if you tell him your code name, you can keep going. And then he wants to know what the whale song means. Because, I don't know. Because... <laughs> See, if I, was the, if I was Jonah at that point, I would make a joke about his mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would have shot me. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. So you have to decipher what the whale song means, or you have to tell them what the whale song means. But They're calling your mom. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to join them. <laughs> um, that would have been the better one. But anyway, your character doesn't know what the whale song means, so you have to guess between two options. So Ooh. you guess between warning, keep away from ships, or follow me to our secret place. Um, so if you guess, follow me to our she- secret place, um, you find out that, yes, part of the whale song does mean follow, but you can't, they don't know what the, se- the second part is. It means follow me to your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just hung up on this now. Yeah, I, I want to I wanna just like, you know, I want to rip on Ivan. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, then they let you go so that you can try to figure out what the second part means. <laughs> And then you... You're like, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Never comes back. Um, so then, basically, yeah, you phone the chief, Obart. You phone him. You tell him what's going on. Yeah. They capture the... I, they capture Ivan and his spies. Duh. But then, basically, you are looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life. Hmm. Okay. So that one wasn't necessarily funny or interesting, no. but I thought I liked the interrogation part. It would have been more part. funny with the mom jokes, for sure. <laughs> like... <laughs> I just like that that interrogation scene yeah. was really cool for the, the spy motif. For de- definitely, yeah. That was your codename is Jonah. I think overall, this one could have used some work. This one could have used some editing. But I, there are parts I liked. You, not so much, it seems. 
Yes. Not so much. Right. It was a little boring for me. I'm not like as into spy stuff. You're right. Because I like jokes. I like aliens. <laughs> I like I like that. I don't like cars. Sure. That's um, fair. It would have been cool if Dr. Carini had been like, I have a secret, and you take her over to the bay. This is my al- my alternate ending. Choose yes, choose your own, your own ending. ending. Um, she's like, okay. My secret is that I'm actually a whale. Vloop! She she <laughs> takes her human skin off. She dives into the water. She leads the whales, and she's actually Gladys, the orca. And they <laughs> all come, and they sink the submarine. There is a Russian sub. Yeah. I don't understand why that didn't make it in. I don't either. She should have been a whale in disguise. Yeah. I mean, it makes just as much sense for her to be like a double agent. As to be a whale. As to be a whale A whale in a lady's skin, like a selkie. Mm-hmm. If you rearrange the, the letters of her name, it's it spells um, beluga, actually, <laughs> in a different language. So the next one will be book number seven. Book the seventh. And that is Third Planet from Altair. Cool. Or it's called Message from Space. Nice. Or it's called what? Exploration Infinity. Why? Because I think, well, here's what happened. The first 10 or so were not really popular. Mm? And so it didn't really get popular until like the mid 80s okay. for whatever reason. So I think they went back and they re-released all these under like because better titles. Because when we were born. Right. <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> we got to to these kids that are babies now but we'll do a podcast about it (laughs) when they're way too old to be talking about these books Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i like your whale song very nice all of my expressions are whale songs i've just realized (laughs) 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 love it all right well that was Choose Your Own Book Club. Thanks for listening today, everybody. Um, make sure that you leave a positive review. It just helps the show grow a little bit. Make sure that you subscribe because we kind of release these as soon as we're done editing. And I'm busy. You're busy. Yeah. And so sometimes editing takes a little bit longer. Uh, so just make sure you subscribe so you can stay on top of recent episodes. And then also we're going to have merch pretty soon. I think I promised merch last time, but... Um, we're going to have shirts out probably by next episode. I just have to research a site on uh, who, to, uh, who to do shirts with. Uh, but we'll have our really cool logo on there so you can um, help us out a little bit. Well, thanks for listening today, everybody. I'm Peter. I'm a librarian. I'm Abby. I'm also a librarian. This is Choose Your Own Book Club. Oh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we have too many catchphrases now. <laughs> nope, we have enough catchphrases. <laughs> oh, no, we need 80 catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs>